0: what is up and welcome back to the hexa podcast my name is trevor
1: my name is paul and welcome to episode two we made it we survived one week all right and so today um we are gonna tackle the bulking myth and the uh, and the idea behind this is um, people tend to believe that resistance training, strength training, lifting heavy weights, is gonna essentially make you make you big, make you look bulky, yeah, make and, you that, um, that
0: too bulky, that manly look, right? Exactly. Um, and I think the reason why we're bringing this up is because this is a we all not always. I didn't use the word always, mm-hmm. but a lot of times we see people reluctant to lift weights because of the fear of getting either too bulky or too muscular. And this is, this isn't gender specific. We get this from both men and women, but women tend to be more often, more frequent. Do we get this concern? Actually, I got, I got this comment this morning. I mean, so we get this comment fairly often all the time and probably 90% of the time is from women who are concerned that lifting, not just heavyweight, but any weight in general will make them too thick, too bulky or too muscular. And we're going to try to tackle or kind of rebuttal that mm-hmm. with some evidence today and just kind of talk about why that's not the case and why you should have strength training and resistance training be an influential part of your program. Um, and so, again, like I said, this is both both genders. We see this, but the biggest difference as far as the response from our clients when we tell them that that is that's not the case, we try to encourage them to lift weights. The biggest difference between male and females is that men tend to accept the advice more easily. Like they like, I only have to tell them that once. Like, dude, you're cool. We don't need to worry about getting too bulky. I want to put you in that situation, and they're mm-hmm. like, dope. Let's lift some weight, <laughs> you know. And then women, I think, I don't think it's a. I think this is coming from a genuine fear. They're not like trying to be difficult clients not trying to be a pain in the butt not at all no this is a yeah. this is a real concern and a mm-hmm. real fear like hey i'm afraid i'm going to get too bulky um and so that that tends to look like they don't you know they don't trust us but we we got to take a step back and realize like hey this is this is real like this mm-hmm. is like an actual concern they they really really think this is going to be an issue if they're lifting weights are going to get too bulky um yeah. And so I think we let's first dive in. Actually, let's straight out say it's not going to happen. Like you're not going to get too muscular. You're not going to get too bulky lifting weights. Not at all. And I feel like
1: people tend to not trust our advice in the beginning is because as you, as you guys are aware, uh, fitness is a long-term process. And although that they, they're not going to see that they're going to bulk up right off the bat or anything, they just see that maybe lifting weights you know, people tend to look towards bodybuilding, lifting mm-hmm. heavy weights, mm-hmm. and they're going to see um, that that's going to be the result of having a bigger body, um, bulking up. Mm-hmm. But in essence, it's a lot of the things behind the scenes that actually influences that.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean that's that's so. a, that's a really good point, and I think they see um, these like. I know CrossFit game, usually it's competitors, like Mm -hmm. bodybuilding competitors, women bodybuilding competitors or CrossFit competitors. Those two platforms, especially Mm -hmm. on social media is where you see these really muscular women, which isn't a bad thing. Like if that's something you're going for, sweet. But there's like a lot, like you said, that goes on behind the scenes that you kind of factors you have to look at is A, their training program in general, Mm -hmm. uh, B, their nutrition and then C, supplementation. So like, first of all, of, of all like, these bodybuilders and these crossfit competitors they are in the gym like 4 to 6 hours a day like this is that is their life like that, that you know the average person let alone lady you know just person in general right. isn't doing that that is that is a career that is their life
2: mm-hmm.
0: and on top of that they're eating as such so like the protein breakdown the carbohydrate breakdown the fat breakdown is all really specific to elicit a certain response and that is muscular hypertrophy and muscular strength so like that is in turn, which is size, which is size. Right. Yeah. That, I mean, that is, that is, they're trying to do this on purpose. And then on top of that, like number three, and letter see supplementation and drugs. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying that every single lady that you see that is super ripped like that is on steroids. Cause that's not, the, that's not the case, but there are a lot of people, a lot of ladies that you see that look like that, that are, that are using drugs, if not drugs, at least supplementation. So like, you know, Be it creatine, be it extra protein, they're using I don't know, resources that the average person in our gym doesn't use. Utilizing yeah, they're you know. not utilising and not using. So I think that has to be looked at also. Granted, there are some women that are gonna gain muscle more quickly or more easily than other women. Genetic factors definitely incredible. there's definitely a big yeah. genetic factor, but that doesn't mean that they're going to lift a weight and look like Arnold, Mm -hmm. which part of me is like, who do you think you are? You're not, you're not going, that's not going to be the case. And I think to, and with that kind of leeway, we got to talk about the physiological differences between men and women And the biggest one. And we'll kind of talk a little bit endocrinology that is testosterone. And like, for those of you who don't know, I mean, I've, I feel like the majority of people listening to this podcast know what oh, testosterone no. is. But it's a, an androgen hormone, an anabolic hormone that kind of – that give men that menly characteristic, those menly characteristics, like the ability to grow and lean muscle easier, to grow body hair, facial hair. That's what makes men men, a, I mean, or at least a big factor in that, is testosterone. Now, women have testosterone too, just like men have estrogen. But generally speaking, women have a tenth of the amount of testosterone men do, which is like, in comparison, that's trace amounts of testosterone, mm-hmm. meaning they are not going to have the same reaction, the same anabolic reaction, which anabolism is to build up, that men do. I guess this just makes it way more difficult to women to put on the same type of muscle mass to scale. It, it makes it a lot more difficult. So for that factor alone, it makes it more difficult for women, no matter genetics compared mm-hmm. to men, to bulk up it makes a, it just testosterone is such a big driver so keep that in mind that for that reason by itself we don't even have to dive into anything else women are going to have a lot harder time bulking up mm-hmm. especially if calories are equated and that's kind of a different podcast mm-hmm. but nutrition also plays a really really big role, huge role. a yeah. huge role in in bulking up seeing size seeing seeing muscle mass and we have a, a same we like to tell clients, especially when they start coming at, the, at us with the, the bulk theories, is that pizza and too much booze, too much pizza and too much booze make you bulky, lifting weights makes you sexy, right? And that's for men and women. That, that, that is that is just the way it is, right? So, I mean, I think that, that kind of dives into, you know, why you shouldn't be afraid of of lifting weights, right? But now let's talk a little bit about a little bit about why you should lift weights and why you should utilize strength and resistance training in your program. And let's talk about the vanity reasons first, or the metabolic advantages to strength training and lifting weights. And that one, burn more calories. Well, I mean that's yeah,
1: exactly. That's, burn away more calories. That's the more lean muscle mass you have on you.
0: Yeah, I mean that's pretty much plain and simple. That's mm-hmm. all you really need to say about it. Is is the maintenance of keeping like muscle mass, you know, a homeo, you know, part of your homeostatic
2: mm-hmm.
0: physiology and, ad, and, and anatomy burns way more calories than any other type of mass. Like just, just that BMR, the basal metabolic rate, which is the me- metabolism that we, that our body uses, the calories our body, our body burns by just trying to keep us alive, right? By the breathing, by what, you know, just every home, every kind of homeostatic processes in the body burns calories and that influences your BMR and keeping lean muscle and building muscle burns so much, so many more calories than any type of other tissue. So, I mean, for that reason, vanity alone, it's really important to lift weights and utilize resistance training. And that's something too, that cardio won't give you because cardio mm-hmm. activity, which isn't bad, like don't, don't walk away from this podcast is saying Paul and Trevor said, don't do cardio, but cardio activity is very much catabolic. So, and it's going to break down pretty much all tissues, including fat, which is important, but also muscle. muscle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think, and I think that's important too, because what is the number one thing, especially women, but men say this too, but women, what is their goal? To get lean, to into tone, to tone. Yeah. Yes, exactly. To we get, hate that word. <laughs> we because yeah, first of all, the word super ambiguous. But usually, what Tony means because we have to ask, like, what do you mean by toning up? And that is to de- decrease fat mass and increase lean muscle. And you're not gonna you're, n- you're gonna not going get the lean muscle part by just cardio modalities. Exactly. It's not gonna happen. You gotta, some you gotta lift weights. And so, to me, it's so funny when we get clients come in here. It's like, hey, I really want to tone up, and I want to, you know drop fat and gain some muscle, but I don't really want to lift weights. And like, so we have to have that conversation was like, well, that's not the way the body works. Mm-hmm. That's not the way it works. We need to utilize the strength training and resistance training modalities because that is going to be the key driver in muscle protein synthesis. And the, one of the best metabolic boosters mm-hmm. is a synthesis of lean muscle. And I think what's
1: important is we, we, may, we may get some clients in here that have never worked out ever and they talk about getting toned. And um, getting toned, so so a person with a body that doesn't have much muscle mass mm-hmm. at all, their idea of getting toned is literally just losing all the fat and just being skinny with no shape at all. Mm-hmm. That's that's really not the definition of being toned. The the definition of being toned really is building that building that structure mm-hmm. in your body, right? And there, there's nothing wrong with building structure for your body. Like, no, I, I mean. That's just um, the structure of your body is like the most important thing. you got to build the foundation. And from there, if you, if you want to get bigger, then that's different. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's so many other factors that go into that. Mm-hmm. But just having that foundation, that strong foundation for your body to stay healthy, that's, uh, that's the number one thing that people need to understand.
0: And, then, and that's, aside from vanity, going to affect so many other processes of day-to-day life with a strong, that strong muscular foundation. And like, and I understand that beauty is all in the eye, eye of the beholder. Like someone like not, there's no one size fits all. This is the way you should look. Right. Um, but when is the last time you thought to yourself like, oh my gosh, look at that Olympic marathon runner. And I want to, butt just like he or she, like, that, that, that's, that's, never, that's never, that's never said. Right. Because like, if you were to see a, like an Olympic marathon runner in real life, in person, you would like probably want to walk up to him and be like, are you okay? Are Are you sick? Because they're, they're just like. They're in such a severe caloric deficit constantly that their Mm -hmm. body can't hang on to muscle. It definitely can't hang on to fat too, which is why they're so gosh darn thin. Mm -hmm. But they're they're really, really skinny. And there's very little definition. You can see abs just because the pure fact that they don't have any body fat. But they're not, you know, they're not muscular. They're not not shapely people. They're just like, they're almost Aerodynamic. They're very (laughs) aerodynamic, like running skeletons. They're just skin and bone. And... For maybe if if that's your thing and that's what you want to look like, co co at That's totally fine. But well, a lot of women and a lot of men in here, that's not a desired look. They want the they want the, butt, the that you know the bubble butt, and they want the toned arms with muscle and, and very little adipose. And you don't get that by just running, by just using the elliptical, by just using the bike. You have to utilize resistance training, and you have to utilize, you have to go heavy. I mean, heavy is relative, mm-hmm. but it's that's not like I'm saying you have to deadlift 400 pounds. But you have to push um, it. Nothing people always need to ask themselves:
1: why they even started training, why they even started exercising, why they even started coming into hexa in mm-hmm. the first place is not to get skinny, right? Yeah, yeah, they want to get fit. They want to get healthy. You want to get healthy. Yeah, and and that and just doing cardio and losing all your fat and not having any muscle that's that's not the idea of that's not that's not what being
0: fit and healthy is. Yeah, I don't think. Personally, I don't think that's optimal health, right? Like just, just running and, and it's, and just kind of psychology, psychologically, and we'll, we'll dive in more to psychology later. Cause mm-hmm. there is a psychological aspect and a brain function aspect to strength training, but it's just like that to me, that that's a slippery slope to just kind of like body dysmorphia. Like you're always chasing oh, something sure. that's, that's unattainable because you could, you see these, these really thin, skinny people, and then you talk to them about it, and they're probably—I mean, you know, Olympics aside, and I don't care what they're—they're they're training for. But like, if they're just normal people on a day-to-day basis, and they—they they run for hours and hours, and they're—they're they're worried about being super, super skinny, mm-hmm. they're, they're probably not the happiest. No,
2: not at all.
0: No, I mean, and that's—I mean, again, do you figure out what you want, the goals you want? But as far as being toned, like, you got to build that muscle. Mm-hmm you have to. And I think uh, to add to that, there's a very very big caloric influence, right? So like calories when it comes to gaining muscle and and losing fat, calories for sure matter. And it's funny because we get clients in here, they'll be like they'll be lifting for like maybe a month and we'll we'll average 3 days per week and and if they're relatively untrained, then you can see like untrained being like they never worked out before or it's been a really long time. You can see adipose decreasing and strength increase and muscle mass increase if they're untrained. And that is for a very short window. Like, Mm -hmm. so like if you were someone who comes in and you've been working out for like a long, for a long time and which is not uncommon, we get people coming over from other gyms all the time. Mm -hmm. The likelihood of you losing fat and gaining muscle at the same time is really, really slim, and it's really, really hard to do. If now, if you're untrained, that's when we usually see it.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: again, that's a very, very short window. So sometimes we get the, you know, the, the argument like, "Hey, I'm noticing that my legs are getting bigger. Like, I, like, oh, my, my, pants aren't fitting right, or you know, my, I'm having a hard, you know, my, my butt, my shoulders getting my, too bulky." Yeah, and that is really hard to do on accident. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, as far as just gaining muscle so meaning that there's probably other mass coming along with that fat mass, you know, adipose too. It's really hard to gain just muscle and to do it on accident you have to be really specific with calories and nutrients and you have to be really specific with programming. And most of our clients in here nutrition wise aren't doing what it takes to purposely gain lean muscle and lean muscle only. So a hard conversation is like, what do you, what does your diet look like? What's your daily diet look like? Cause that's going to influence heavily, you know, hypertrophy and you know, something's wrong when a client says, Oh, I don't really know. Like that's a red flag. Like you, like if your, if your goal is to, to get leaner, we need to know what's going in the body. And this is, we're going to go deeper into this in further podcasts, but if you are in a caloric deficit and you're utilizing resistance training, it is going to be very hard to see real muscular adaptations as far as hypertrophy. It it can't can happen. I'm not saying it's impossible, mm-hmm. but it's very hard. You need to be sp- very specific with nutrients and caloric, you know, caloric intake. It's a lot of work for sure.
1: A yeah. lot of dedication,
0: a lot of work. And it's, a, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, it's a lot of sm- like smart specific work. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who come in the gym and or go to any gym, hexa or anywhere else, and you start to notice muscular hypertrophy in places you don't want to first place, we look is calories. And then we look at mortality. So like, the way some people, a lot of people are different, so the way you load could be different. So if you're noticing like, oh my gosh, my chest is getting huge, that doesn't mean like, oh, I should stop lifting weights. I'm like, okay, let's change the modality. Instead of doing you know presses, or let's do flies. You know, it's just something, something really simple like that. That mm-hmm. that needs to be addressed. But usually, it's a it's a calorie problem, and then it's a modality problem. Um, so I hope so far you guys understand that you should be lifting weights. For vanity reasons, yes. But then now let's talk about, let's go into five other reasons to utilize resistance training other than just vanity. So first one, helps prevent osteoporosis. And this is really important for both men and women, but especially women, because you guys are a lot more prone to developing osteoporosis later in life. And I have have an interest, not interesting, but I have a kind of a cool experience with this relatively recently. Within the last two weeks, I had a client who was relatively new. Um, and she's very much into holistic health and she's all about it. She can, you know, talk your ear off about it. And it's exciting for us because that's what, you know, it's what we're all about. Health, fitness, wellness. Mm -hmm. We like hearing clients get into it. And she had recently had a bunch of work done, like blood work. She had a DEXA scan done, all that. And she, prior to coming to HEXA, I mean, she's maybe been coming in here for like a month. Prior to coming into HEXA, her main form of exercise modalities is cardio. She loves to run. She loves to run. She'll go outside and run for hours. That's the only thing she was doing. And to her, to her benefit, she came to us because she knew how important resistance training and circuit training, hit training, how important it was. So she's ahead of the curve. She knows, she knows what she's doing. But I, I asked her, I'm like, hey, what did your bone density look like? How, how did that look? Because she had a DEXA scan, so that mm-hmm. should tell her what it looked like. Um, and she's like, oh, it looked that was totally normal because I run all the time. And she was not at the, she's not at the age yet where she should be seeing osteoporosis. So, yeah. But that's kind of an example of like, Ooh, that's, that's not the way it works. You know, like, you know, like cardio itself is not going to help build bone density. It's catabolic. If anything is going to kind of diminish. Mm-hmm. So you need to kind of supplement that with resistance training and resistance training is definitely going to help with osteoporosis and building bone density and putting yourself under heavy loads is good. in, in that aspect also of, is building that bone density. And I think that's just an example of the disconnect. Like, ladies, <laughs> build that bone density because later in life, use resistance training because later in life, that's going to help you out so so much. Because I've had, I mean, I've seen family members with osteoporosis, and it's it's it debilitating. Sucks. It yeah. sucks.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, number two helps reduce the speed of sarcopenia, sarcopenia, penia, penia, <laughs> which is yeah. which is the fancy way of saying muscle loss. Um, and for like, I think just for the reasons we mentioned before, holding on to muscle is important, right? You want it, if you, especially if you want that tone look throughout life, but also for reason number three, we want to maintain mobility and stability. That's like, as we age, if we stop moving, that's when it goes downhill. That's when shit hits the fan. Like you see it all the time when, when older people enter retirement homes, their health dep- like goes down. So quickly so because they stop moving. They just sit in front of the TV, push, you know, play cards with their friends. I don't know mm-hmm. what they do in, in nursing homes, right. but the the turnaround is quick because they stop moving. They stop, you know, that's what happens usually when older people break a hip.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's what kills them is the inability to move. Mm-hmm. So holding on to that muscle for stability and mobility purposes is so. So just important. to be able to
1: function on a day-to-day basis, you know? So
0: Yeah, like physical activity, mm-hmm. it just in general. Like, like hey, I want to go up and just walk up my stairs. Or just get up out of your seat. Yeah. You know, get in and out of your car. It's every little thing.
1: And I think that's something that we take for granted because we, we are younger. Mm-hmm. But if we don't really focus on that now and ignore it later in the future, we're doomed, you know? Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think that the fourth reason... You see both in cardio, in cardio modalities and exercises and as well as resistance training is help regulate blood pressure and insulin insulin levels. Um, that is something you just see from being more fit, more active, that, that comes with the territory. And I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. Um, but the last thing, and this is what I think is the most fascinating, reason number five, aside from vanity, why you should use resistance training is that uh, lifting weights, not only lifting weights, but lifting heavy weights, increases the production of insulin like insulin-like growth factor or IgF-1, which is kind of is we're getting fancy. We're here. getting fancy. So <laughs> we're gonna kinda of nerd out on some like endocrinology and some hormone stuff. But IgF1 is kind of its main re- re- responsibility is to help repair and build upon muscle after they've been damaged during exercise. So that that is that is pretty crucial. But what this hormone is also related to is the production of brain-derived neurotrophic factor, BDNF, which is a neurotransmitter that is responsible for stimulating the growth of new neural pathways. So what it's saying is that lifting weights can literally help increase cognitive function and make you smarter. And if that doesn't, like, blow your socks off, like, I don't know what will, that is so fascinating. It's that's and the I, biggest motivation. Yeah, like, tags, like lifting weights can literally make you smarter. And I know what you're thinking right now. Like, dude, I've seen some meat heads in my day that are just not the sharpest <laughs> tool in the shed. And <laughs> they're probably supplementing
1: it. No, who knows? Who knows?
0: Or <laughs> or think about it this way. Imagine how dumb they would be if they didn't lift weights. Like that, <laughs> that is a scary thought, right? So that to me is is so cool. Just aside from vanity, Lifting weights can help with the osteoporosis, help with uh, the, you know, at least slowing down the rate of muscle loss, because regardless, no matter, no matter who you are, as you age, you will lose muscle mass, um, which in turn will help with mobility, stability throughout life, help with blood pressure and, and insulin levels, and also help you get smarter. That is so cool. So, ladies, that should be number one. Actually, number one, it makes you smarter, (laughs) right? So, ladies and gentlemen, please do not be afraid of the bulk, because if calories are equated and we're doing it the right way, I promise you guys will not get more bulky. It will help you lose weight, help you lose fat, and keep you healthy for the long term. Paul, do you have anything to add before we sign off? I think you've covered everything. Well, actually, we got to address the elephant in the room: the audio from the last podcast. The, we, we got no fan running this time, so i think we're good. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good. The audio from the last podcast, guys, if you stuck through us uh, if you stuck through with us for that whole podcast and you then you listen to this one, thank you so much. Hopefully the the audio is way better on this one. Um it should be, but we appreciate it. We hope you're getting a lot out of this and there's a lot more to come. So, thank you so much for listening to the Hexa Hex podcast and we'll see you guys next time.
1: Later. <laughs>